morning, America, all ships at sea. Welcome to Hub Day Wednesday, May the 10th, 2023. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, now on the air everywhere at 1071 The Boss, 99.7, South Jersey, right along the water. On your Boss app, on your smart speaker at 1071thebos.com. Here to make it another wonderful day. Here to bring the laughs, the fun, the warmth, the broadcasting excellence you expect each and every day from this radio mm. program. <laughs> And we begin as many people expect that. I don't think anybody at all. I don't even expect that of myself. But (laughs) we start with a crisis this morning. It's a it's a big crisis. We walk in the door. I got no TV. I like to have the news on while we're doing this show to be sure that we can bring you all the latest information. Should we somehow miss something? You know, what do you we, put News 12 on for? Uh, exactly right. <laughs> it's a weird thing that they're off. So I feel a little dirty this morning because I'm watching your uh, Alma Mata Channel 7 W yeah, ABC TV. So I, I probably should oh, flip over. Oh, here's the traffic lady right here. Put on for. Mm. Yeah, we okay. got uh, that's uh, that's Joe's uh, arch nemesis. Joe used to be no, that person. No, that, no, 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 and there, no. And there no. she is in her little short skirt up there stealing Joe's job. Oh. She has a short skirt on? Yeah. <laughs> No, not really. No, not really. <laughs> and not an arch nemesis. And someone that uh, I've also worked with who was always very nice to me. So I'm kidding. I'm joking. But I do. I never, ever watch anything but Channel 12 uh, in the morning just because it's the uh, the most garden statey. But I guess I bring all of this up because when it, uh, it throws off your routine, you know, if you have something you do every day, yeah, yeah, it's kind yeah. of a weird feeling yeah. to be like, oh, what do I do? I have to change the channel? So I figured I'd put on Channel 7. I watch the Michael Strahan. I like him. And I like no yeah, one, like as him. you know. So I like the Michael Strahan. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I like him too. I think he's very he's very pleasant. Yeah, he's not really uh, a Walter Cronkite kind of no, news guy. But no, I, <laughs> but I do like the Michael Strahan. It was it was weird to see him, to be honest with you, because we also like the game show he does. You know, the thousand dollar pyramid, whatever it is. It's kind of a strange thing. The other day, he was doing the uh, coronation coverage of King. Yeah. it's like what is Michael Strahan well, doing talking yeah, about? Ig- see that if thing. it's true that the king is going to wear the hat from eighteen sixty four, you know, because he speaks with that little yeah, he's, 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 a, he's got that little space in his teeth, you know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> What happened to Diane Sawyer and Charlie Gibson? I know they're old, but well, that's, still. <laughs> you just answered your own question. I think Charlie Gibson's like 87. That's yeah, the problem. He here. was he was tremendous. I remember uh, David Hartman when I was a little kid. Oh, yeah. David Hartman, yeah. He was good, With, too. Um, Joan London. Joan London, yeah. Who now does they anything uh, for os- me? Osteoporosis commercials. Um, yeah, they were they were before. I, it, mine with uh, GMA was, uh, was Charlie and uh, Diane Sawyer. Well, it's a do or die for the devils. What's your uh, final prediction here? I don't know. Who knows? Oh. You know what? I mean, really. No, really. Who knows? I mean, they, they lose, they lose four, what, four, five games by yeah. five goals or more. And the ones they win, they, I, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I, I've never been around a team like this ever in my life. I have no idea. Well, you didn't think they were going to make it this no. far this year, right? Because they're such a young no. team. No, I didn't think they were going to even make the playoffs this yeah. year, to be honest yeah. with you. But, you know, they, they, they overachieved during the regular season, I think. And I think that they're, uh, you know, well, again, nobody cares really. But it's, it's. Um, I think they got a lot of young guys on that team that, that need uh, some seasoning. Mm. Yeah. So they have you to know, win huh. tomorrow, right, to continue they on? They have to yeah. win the rest of them. They have they to win all three in a row now okay. to get to the, which they've done. They've done that in okay. the playoffs already. They've won three in a row. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I really don't. I mean, uh, it would be one un- thing. I thought they were good in the first part of the, uh, you know, the first part of the game, the first 15 minutes, they were rolling. And then uh, they gave up a, a bad goal. Luke Hughes was, you know, not in the right position, not even close to being in the right position. And, you know, he's a kid. He's 19 years old. 
and uh, made a mistake. And, uh, you know, these veteran guys from uh, Carolina took took advantage of it and scored. And that yeah. was it. You could see the the, uh, the air come out of the building right at that point. And that was it. I was going to say, it would be an unbelievable Cinderella story if they were able to come oh, yeah. back and win three in a row and keep going <laughs> yeah. on. I mean, that would just be, a, they're going to make a movie about that, yeah. and Matthew McConaughey is going to play the coach <laughs> if somehow they're able to pull that off. So I'm hoping they do, because it would just be a terrific sports story. It would be amazing. Yeah. It really, really I would. Uh, hold my breath. <laughs> well, how do you like the casting of Matthew McConaughey as the coach? Uh, no, I don't think, no. They need more like uh, Wilfred Brimley as the coach. <laughs> I have no idea, to be honest with you, what their coach looks like. I just like uh, Matthew McConaughey in a sports movie. Woody Harrelson. Woody would be great. He looks a little bit Could like... Could be Woody Harrelson, He looks yeah. a little bit like Woody Harrelson. Woody also has the uh, spacing in his teeth, the same issue that uh, Michael Strahan's <laughs> got going for him. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Well, I'm Woody Harrelson. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, he's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've... Uh, all the devil teams, that all of them, even when they stunk in the 80s, were not like this team. It's weird. Mm. It's very strange. Well, it'll be interesting they, to see what they do this year and yeah. then, of course, next season. Next year, is like the offseason is going to be huge because yeah. I think they need, a, they need a veteran defense, another veteran defenseman back there. And they need uh, they I, the score in the offense is fine, but they just which I know sounds crazy because they're only getting one goal, one goal, one goal. But they're giving up six, mm-hmm. yeah. and in the playoffs mm-hmm. only giving up one goal. That's not usually a big deal, you know. I mean, you lo- you know win a lot of games, but you know two the hockey games in the playoffs are usually two one three one three two. Right, right. They're never six one four times. Right. You know, I High mean, scoring games never. When you think about it, there's a lot of similarities between the Devils and uh, this radio show because it would be a Cinderella sh- story if we were to be number one, but I wouldn't hold my breath. You know? <laughs> so, really, we got a lot in common with them, so I guess that's why I'm rooting for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, eh? Let's go, Devils. Like we mentioned, we took a drive the other day, did some record shopping. And that is so fun for me. That's kind of where it all started for me to go and uh, thumb through the vinyl. I'm glad that this is making a comeback with kids today, with, with everybody today. Yeah. That the vinyl is now outselling CDs for the first time in like 40 years. It's very expensive, though. It's an expensive hobby. Yeah. Especially if you're buying the the new stuff, the yeah. brand new, not even just the sealed stuff, but the brand new stuff that's coming out. Lola is into those, and some of those she wants are $45. Yeah. I'm, the reissues I'm, of the classic albums are the most expensive. Yeah. You want to go buy Sgt. Pepper, that's going to cost you like 50 bucks right. to get the vinyl. Right. But we were at a place where it was all secondhand, right. all used stuff. Mm-hmm. But still, it was kind of funny. I think we mentioned the reason we were out there is because they had uh, the guy who sings Eye of the Tiger, used to be with Survivor, was there. And I had said to him, you know, I have the picture 45. And this used to be a cool thing, as people know, that you'd collect the album covers, the 45s, mm-hmm. because of what the cover was. And sometimes the song would in part become a hit because of what the album art was. Because right, it right. was so memorable. You know, sometimes they put a, a girl on there or a car or whatever, and people go, oh, what's that? You know? Right, right. <laughs> so I had I said to this guy, Dave, the, Dave Bickler from the group, I have the 45. He said, I do too. You should come see the show. Bring it. I'll sign it for you. I said, well, I got it in a box somewhere. So we go to the record store, and we're poking around before you know, he performs the other night. And I said, you know what I should do is I should see if they have the 45, because <laughs> I'll just buy another copy sure. of it. I'll sign that one. Yeah. And then leave the other one, you know, my collection. I'll put it on the wall with a signature. That'd be kind of neat, because I've done this occasionally and i found when you bring a record especially these days artists get excited yeah like i've told you my story about lionel richie he was all excited when i brought the we are the world he signed it right? <laughs> so he said well this would be great they have they don't have the 45 but they have the eye of the tiger album yeah 
uh, but it was $35. Used. Yeah, used. Used separate news. And I was like, I, I don't like Eye of the Tiger that much, and I'm going to spend <laughs> another $35. <laughs> but now I've been thinking about it, I kind of regret not getting it signed, because when am I ever going to meet the guy from Sur- formerly of Survivor Why ever didn't again? you just have him sign a napkin or a shirt or something? Because it's just so slick to have the album and then sign, and then it's on the wall, you I mean, know what I mean? Could it's you like just when people put the gotta... piece of paper in with the album on the wall? <laughs> I mean, I guess so, but... <laughs> Since you already had it? It's like when you have a baseball player sign the ball, you know what I mean? There's something special about that it's a different thing to have him sign a napkin i guess i bet we can find a signature online and just forge it it'll be fine nobody will know you got the picture with them no yeah i mean i i I guess so i guess so i've had people tell me that they think that uh the paul mccartney autograph i have is fake and i wonder if it is do Do you you have a paul mccartney autograph yeah i didn't i don't think i knew that you had one well you remember i took my mother i paid for the big uh, vip package and you don't get to meet him but he walks by and waves at you yeah and then they give you a tour poster that's signed now it's not signed to me yeah but it says it used to be hanging up in the old office. I, I have it that in that was a print. That that was just a printed. No, that's re- if you look at it, it was really signed. But some people have said, "Is that real?" Uh-huh. And I said, "I, I think so," because yeah. they told us that he signed a couple of tour posters backstage, and then he walks past and goes, "Rock and roll." Well, that's as close as I've gotten to Paul. For what you paid for those tickets, it better be real. <laughs> it better be. I feel like it was probably just some tour manager <laughs> that just signed it with a felt pen. If it isn't, maybe it is a stamp. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is. Damn it! I spent like six thousand dollars on those tickets back in the day. <laughs> Clearly, that was a poor investment because I, I could have been bamboozled. But I don't I've know. Got, uh, I'm actually looking at a uh, framed photograph of Roger Maris mm-hmm. that has uh, the certificate of authenticity attached to it. And I swear it's a big fake phony fraud. Huh. They autograph on it. I don't think it's real. But I, mean, I have to uh, imagine that uh, when you're a baseball player, you're part of a. I mean, I guess. Signed in a million things. You know? Yeah, and, and they probably have a guy that sees the thing and traces it and then does it multiple times, you know? And it's not... Is that a forgery? Probably not really, you know? Because if it, it, he's part of the organization, the baseball no. team. No, 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 no. If it's not him signing it, it's a fake. You think so? Oh, there's no... Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Because you figure how many balls could a guy that famous really sign? Just the same thing with a tour poster. If you get a big act yeah. like Paul, you know, maybe he, uh, you know, he signed it once and then they just trace over. You know, it's like a, like a carbon copy. You know, I don't know. You yeah. and I, we, you got the opportunity to interview Phil Rosenthal, and we went downstairs while he was getting ready. And I yeah. realized he's not Paul McCartney, no. but he was. He had a entire case of books, and while he's talking to us, he had someone just handing him the book that was. He wasn't even looking. He was just. Yeah. Si- he probably signed a hundred books in 10 minutes yeah. so my guess is you know if they say it's signed and it's they're probably just so fast at it now they don't even think about it and it just happens i'll say this about the paul and again i'm surprised you never noticed this because i haven't hung it up here it's in storage somewhere but every yeah. other office that i've had the last number of years i put this thing up it's a the 2016 mccartney tour poster and you can tell it's got like the little blot above the p you can tell that there was a felt pen used the question is is it really him no i've looked up the autograph and it, it looks like his autograph so i don't know Hard to say. Hmm. Hard to say. Hmm. But I guess unless you physically see them sign something, right. you will never know. Right. You just won't know. Right. I'm just, you know, grateful that I was within a couple of feet. Joe has met Paul, though. I met him on the street. So I'm I met him on the street with his wife, the the woman who had the what was her name? Heather Mills. Heather Mills. Yeah, Heather yeah. Mills, yeah. By the way, new documentary about Heather is out right yeah. now. She talks about how much she uh you know, how miserable she was in the marriage. So I'm sure Paul is real happy about that these days. <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah, you're yeah. probably right. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if I spent that kind of money to get someone to go away, I don't know if I'd be happy with them talking about me, but I guess I it's... mean, who likes their ex? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
Well, Does anybody have like a true friendship with their ex? Yeah. Like, it was great years. It was good times. There I are mean, people like that. Then why did you leave? Because <laughs> you can't live together. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Not everybody's miserable like you would be. If no. we, you know, wish death and... You like some of your exes, too, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but not I people I was married to or in, or in a long-term relationship. They're just people I don't... My barometer is I hate you or I don't hate you. That's, that's all I'm saying. I would say I'm not friends with anybody. I'm not in communication with anybody. That's for mm, sure. I don't know. Once you're out of my life, you're out. Yeah. We're done. So. Bye-bye. Bye. Out. Yes. See ya. 100%. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's all I got on that. Oh, okay. Definitely wasn't buying the uh, Eye of the Tiger, I'll just say. <laughs> Not spending $35. Uh, I don't need it. That's crazy, though. How much did you spend on those McCartney tickets? Oh, back then? it was a, I think it was 16? A, yeah, I think it was like $6,000. What? It was like thirty twenty nine ninety nine a piece or something like that. Yeah. I took my mother to the show. And they give you, they feed you, they give you booze. Uh, he walks by, like I said. You they didn't give even you get a picture for all that, though, this merch. Joe. Yeah. No picture with Front row them. ticket. It was, well, second row. We were, it, yeah, kind of, they had a little pin. So there was only, it was kind of like a mosh pit up front. So we were like second row, you know. And this is before all the Ticketmaster stuff. So yeah. this is just what it 2016. Costs. Yeah, we were out in <laughs> Cleveland. Took mom to see that show. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, Connor bought two tickets last night. My son Connor for uh, last night. And he was all excited because they were a hundred and like five dollars or something. They were a really cheap tickets. I mean, he was way up in the rafters, but a hundred and five dollars. By the time he was done, it was three hundred and twenty. Yeah, all with the all the fees and everything. And everything. Yeah, that's crazy. And then you gotta they got to get a handle on all this. And then, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's listen, crazy. I love the Beatles, but I tell you what, I wish I had that money in my bank account this morning. Mm-hmm. That was stupid, yeah. stupid to blow it on one concert. Real dumb. And you know, the other thing too, I wouldn't mind if they went back to just the old physical tickets either you know just go to a go to a venue buy a ticket yeah i'm with you on I, that you know and, yeah. and uh and stand then, in line like right, people, and then people used can't to do. buy 50 right. of them right. you know there's right. a regulation on how many you can buy and then there's no one selling them on StubHub for 10 billion dollars right look at us solving all the problems of the world right here you're welcome that's America. Right. God you're bless. welcome that's right <laughs> pre-coffee thoughts just a little something we do Little tradition every Wednesday morning, get you over the hump a little bit closer to the weekend. We everybody write down a little stream of consciousness. The first thing that comes to mind, and we like to share them, and it is fun to try and guess perhaps whom of us may have written each of these. Mm-hmm. Life was definitely more inconvenient prior to the invention of phone flashlights. Oh, yeah. I or, use this flashlight all the time. No. All the time. And Lola actually showed me, I don't know if you know this, if you pull your flashlight down on the iPhone mm-hmm. and you hit it, and if you hold it, did you know you could do this? You can make it brighter or dimmer? No, I didn't Did know, you that. know that. I didn't know that. That's interesting because I find that uh, when you accidentally turn it on and blind yourself, it's invasive. It's just the <laughs> brightest light you've ever seen. But when you need to look behind the TV because you dropped a yes. cord or something, it's never bright enough. <laughs> well, you can turn it up. Now well, you know. When you think about it, trees actually live underground. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, that it's is like true. the trees are snorkeling above the grass. <laughs> really hard to put a beanie hat on with one hand. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Slipping and a sliding. Mm-hmm. It's not until you work a retail job or in the service industry that you realize about 85% of citizens are dumb as a rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's 100% true. There are sidewalks in all those Cars movies, but everybody's a car in a movie. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because of inflation, watching old episodes of game shows like The Price is Right, much less enjoyable. Ugh. We were watching the uh, the House Hunters show. Well, not the House Hunters, but uh, it's beach House Hunters, Hunters, but they want a beach house. Yeah. And it was from five years ago. And Rochelle's like, no way these prices are the same. I, no I, way I you're getting a house you. on the water for $800,000. It's $5 million now. 
It's true. And you're right. It's true. There's no way. It's crazy in five years with the difference. But have you ever watched those on like Pluto? You watch the mm. old ones from the, the early 80s. The You just, I, I can't even play because I'm like, how is that only 35 cents? It's $9 now. <laughs> My brain knows how to type without looking at the keyboard. Yet I could never draw a keyboard from memory. That's true. Oh, that's true. I could never. Uh-uh. Grayson will do that to me. He'll be texting and he'll say, where's the C? And I'm like, I don't know. It's on the bottom, I think. <laughs> Worst part about food poisoning is you likely paid for it. <laughs> when you swim as a pregnant woman, you're technically a human submarine. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> that's stupid. Happy Mother's Day. Time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. You're from local businesses, organizations, charities. Putting on great events, looking to raise a little awareness. And we share them right here every morning, right about 620-835. Got one, Texas, 732-774-4444. That's the Boss Text Connect. Do it on Facebook or at 1071theboss.com. You get a complete list of events anytime. Let's talk about the Boss Roadies on the move tomorrow night. It's the Shorter Rock Hunger concert event presented by the Boss. All benefits fulfill. It's over at the Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank. Tom Cunningham, the Springsteen dude on this radio station, mm-hmm. is one of the honorees. There's a bunch of uh, local music artists, uh, Southside Johnny. Text Shorter Rock to 76278 to make a donation to fulfill the food bank of Monmouth and Ocean Counties. Of course, it's not just around Thanksgiving and the holidays where there is a need, so we thank you in advance for everything you do to benefit Fulfill, great partner of ours. Jenkinson Amusement Park, Teacher Appreciation Night, Friday the 19th. Teachers with a valid ID, their immediate family, enjoy free unlimited rides from 6 to 9. That's fun. Mm -hmm. Jenkinsons.com for all the info. Even more fun is get one of those lemonades and bring a flask so you can spice (laughs) it. Yes. It's true. <laughs> no drinking and driving, please. Just an idea. <laughs> Vendor and Food Truck Festival happening uh, this weekend, Saturday, at RWJ Barnabas Health Field of Dreams in Tom's River. Starts at noon, goes till 5. Free admission, local vendors. Check out local food trucks, rwjbhfieldofdreams.com for the info. And how about this? New Jersey Seafood Festival happening Silver Lake and Ocean Avenue, Belmar, next weekend, mm-hmm. running all weekend long. It's uh, the ultimate feast of seafood from scallops to lobster rolls to coconut shrimp and crab legs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Admission to the festival is free with grab-and-go fare for sale at each of the individual food vendors. It's vacationinbelmar.com for a list of the participating restaurants and a whole lot more. All the details you would need to attend. What more do you need? Crab legs and Not much. Shrimp. That's you got all the details you need, but <laughs> feel, free go. To, feel free to visit vacationinbelmar.com. There you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, presented this morning by Monmouth Park. Monmouth Park's opening day, Saturday, plus spend Mother's Day this Sunday, May the 14th, right there at the track, Monmouth Park. Over to the Celebrity Hotline, an actor you've seen in, oh my gosh, all kinds of things. You're going to see him in the New Jersey Repertory Company's uh, presentation, the world premiere of our shrinking, shrinking world. It's Kevin O'Rourke. Kevin, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Now, what brings you to uh, Long Branch? Uh, I've uh, I've worked with this playwright and this director before, uh, seen a couple of shows down here. Um, and, um, you know, it was a role that, uh, when Rick sent me the script, I read it and said, boy, you know, I got to do this. It's, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful, crazy comedy, um, that deals with a lot of stuff, mostly how we maintain our hope in this crazy, crazy world we're, we're living in right now. Yeah. But, uh, um, it, it was, uh, it was one of those things where, I'm a little more, um, I'm not quite as active as I once was, if you know what I mean. In other words, uh, uh, the phone's not ringing as much, but uh, when this came along, I just had to take it. 
Well, I, I imagine that this, the script must have uh, spoken to you. And I think also, I mean, I've seen you in a number of things. I was looking over your uh, your wiki and all the things you've done. Uh, and there's not, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like there's more dramatic roles than comedic roles. So I was wondering if doing, you know, something that had some bite to it was attractive to you as an actor. Well, that's absolutely right. I mean, uh, most of the stuff that I've done, especially on uh, on television, is uh, uh, has been dramatic stuff. Uh, you know, Boardwalk, Law & Order, Blue Bloods, that kind of stuff, right. and um, but you know, this was a play that has both. Um, it's very dramatic. It's uh, and acting is acting. To be perfectly honest with you, you know, comedy is always best if it's grounded in reality, and comedy always makes sense if it comes from a place of of uh, genuine, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, grounded honest work so it was one of those things when i read the script i said boy this is great this would be really fun to do um also molly carden who plays one of the other actors i had done a play with before out in long island and she's terrific just a wonderful actress and um i play opposite her and she's uh she's just great and uh it's a it's a wonderful cast a really really uh interesting play and uh you know, you always—it's always good to stretch your muscles when you get to a certain age. When, when they ask you to do something, you go sure. Sure, I imagine it. <laughs> yeah, any muscle I can stretch at my age is good, right? <laughs> I got to imagine also, uh, you know, as an actor, it's nice to be that close and get that instant gratification from the audience. You know, like we'll have rock bands on here, and I ask them, you know, you're doing this little acoustic show at a place. Is this? You know, do you like it better or worse than playing a stadium? You're like, oh my god, I love playing an acoustic show with the audience right there. You're so much closer to the people you're trying to entertain. You know. Oh, absolutely. No question. And and this is such a great little intimate space. The audience is really with you the whole time. It's so different. You know, I mean, you're when you're doing a TV show, you're it's a it's a small it's small acting. The camera's four feet away. But, you know, and then when you're on Broadway, you're in a, in a big, huge house of 2000 people. So it's really great to be in a small theater like this. And, and you can really feel the audience. I have a big monologue at the beginning of the play and you can feel the audience with you. It's like having a conversation. It's not really presentational. It's more conversational. Now, like some of the bigger theaters, do you guys uh, stand out there as your, uh, you know, people try and get your autograph as you're leaving the theater? I know that happens sometimes. <laughs> well, it ha we just had one, we had our first uh, audience last night and yeah. they were great and it was really terrific. But usually when I walk out of the theater, if I'm doing a show and I walk out and somebody usually stops me and says, are the actors going to come out soon? <laughs> no, come on, Kevin, that's not true. <laughs> that's funny. Now, by the way, the theater, for people that don't know, is right there on Broadway in Long Branch. And one of our radio towers, our 1071 tower, is if you look up while you're walking into the theater, you can see our tower. So think of us when you go to see this play. <laughs> you know, that's your tower? No kidding. I was looking at that. I said, I, I wonder if that's for the ships out at sea. or the, you know, <laughs> That's right. We're pirate radio out at sea. That's what we are. That's funny. <laughs> Let me, uh, if you don't mind, I get, let me ask you about television. I'm glad uh, I was looking for a way for you to bring up Blue Bloods, which is one of my favorite shows. I'm a Tom Selleck nut back to the old days. What is his mustache like up close and personal? Did you get close to his mustache, Kevin? Uh, that's kind of a personal question. But, um, uh, uh, you know what? It's uh, it, Tom's great. I mean, and he 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 is the he's the anchor of that show. I mean, he's a he's a wonderful person, and uh, and it's really you know he. He, he sets the tone, and his mustache is pretty impressive, I gotta say. I mean, it looks great in HD. I can only imagine what it's like up close and personal. It's probably <laughs> distracting for you trying to act next to this man to have that mustache that close to you. It would <laughs> well, be for I, me. I, 
I couldn't grow it. I know that. But <laughs> now, if I scrolled through your phone, would Tom be in there? With Tom? No. Oh, probably okay. Not. All right. Just just checking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We've now made it uncomfortable. How many questions I've asked about Tom Selleck? So let's move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, you know Kevin from a whole bunch of things. Go see him up close and personal. It's a great place to see live theater. New Jersey Repertory Company on Broadway and Long Branch. It's our shrinking, shrinking world. It runs through the special matinee that they're doing on May 26th and then the final show Saturday the 27th uh, of this month. Kevin, good luck with the rest of the run. Uh, thanks. I really appreciate your time. He's funny, wasn't he? He's very funny. <laughs> very nice. Oh, boy, I'd love to meet Tom Selleck. <laughs> That's one of my favorites right there. I like the Toms, the Crews, and the Selleck. Got something for the Toms, huh? I yeah. like uh, I like that he was honest. I said, so what brings you uh, to a small theater in Long Bridge? What attracted right. you? He's like, well, the phone don't ring like it used to, so I figured I'd do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's close to New York, so I could just come in and come out on the train. That's honesty right there. Yeah. I love when they're on. How about that, too? He takes a train. He's not in some big limo, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's just a hardworking actor, you know. Yeah. That is great. <laughs> Poor guy. Have, uh, <laughs> little show business news this morning. You see they're closing down the MTV News. 25% oh, uh, reduction in really? staff at uh, CBS, which is the parent company of MTV. So they're merging uh, MTV, the video music channel, with... I, I say video music channel like you don't know what it is, right? <laughs> with Showtime, but as part of that, they're closing down MTV News, which began almost 40 years. It was about to celebrate its 40th anniversary, wow. 1984. But that's it. So yeah, I guess if you need to get news about Justin Bieber, you're going to find a different place to get it. Sorry to TV news. What's Kurt Loder up to? Well, he's retired. He hasn't been on there in a long time. It was just his birthday the other day. He's like know, he's 70 like, something he's years like old. 80, yeah. Which is crazy. But he was one of the original uh, casters here on the MTV News. Yeah. I remember watching him when I was a kid. I was, I, it's just crazy to me that he's, just, I mean, I know he was probably in his 40s or 50s when he was on, right. but I never really thought about him like that because he was this cool guy on MTV. So I just, I was watching a little retrospective on their news coverage through the years, and they had the highlight. You remember in uh, 92, they did Rock the Vote, and they had Bill Clinton on there? Yeah. And they asked him mm-hmm. what kind of underpants he wears. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Oh, jeez. I like the boxers. <laughs> you had a group of college students talking about his underpants, because of course he was, because it was Bill Clinton. Yeah. That wasn't so, a red flag at all. Well, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, MTV News. That's a bummer. Joe, you never worked over there, did you? No. All right. I don't think MTV does anything but reality shows now. No, I, 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 I turn it on every once in a while if I'm in a hotel or something because we don't have cable. And every time it's it's ridiculousness, which is that comedy sketch yeah, it's show. like Candid Camera. Yeah, where they watch other people do stupid stuff or Teen Mom. Those are the only things I ever see on there. <laughs> they must be losing money if they're yeah. closing yeah. down one of their divisions. Yeah. So yeah. That's well, all I know you, about you know, that. it's really funny, too, because when you put on um, uh, Yellowstone. In the beginning, you see MTV. Mm. <laughs> oh, is that part of yeah. the MTV? Because I know it's a You're CBS like, Paramount. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> wow, that's interesting. I didn't realize that that had anything to do with Yellowstone. Okay. Yeah, that's, I just love it. Whenever you first put it on MTV, you know the guy with the mm-hmm. moon, the flag on the mm-hmm. moon. MTV. <laughs> Wait, they didn't have a jingle, did they? They had a jingle. Is an yeah, MTV that's how, Yeah, that's how they, they would play that MTV. in the beginning. I remember that playing in the beginning of Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah, right. Same, same thing. <laughs> Come to Butthead. Beavis. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed how much I enjoy that show. It's so stupid, but gosh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, Come to Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, did you watch any of the uh, coronation the other day? We were up early watching that. A little bit, yeah. Just a, a, you know, a little bit on and off. 
Uh, we should say we were up early watching it, but when we get up, we turn <laughs> yeah, we, we turn the TV on and had it on for a little bit. And Rochelle uh, is more into this than I am. But and there's a video that was in the Post, a link to it in the uh, New York Post on their digital edition this morning. This is really funny. I didn't see any of this. Because we turned it on. It was when they were waving from the balcony. It wasn't the actual. Yeah, we missed the whole. Oh, it's over. Yeah, yeah we uh, missed the crowning. Over. We missed all. But I did go back and watch all of it because you right. can see it all streaming and just kind of watch clips because I didn't need to see Every single piece of it, but yeah, we they were already in the carriage on their way home. Anyway, they <laughs> get this clip up. that has uh, gone viral. By the way, how about that carriage? It was like 300 years old and it's boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It was like the chair All in this cold. room, half broken, the wheel doesn't spin properly. It's probably very <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> they said it was. I, I, had, I had read somewhere that they had just completely redid that. That is not the uh, you know, it's got air conditioning in it now. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. See, yeah, they yeah, were yeah, making yeah. it on the broadcast that we were watching that it was. It was all original pieces, and the reason that there was 12 different horses was because the the pulley system that was on there was not fully developed, obviously, 300 years ago, and it was made of, like, leather straps, so mm. it was kind of rickety when they were moving, and that's why the horses were bucking up and down, but who knows? Yeah, some of those guys who in knows? the pantaloons looked a little bit nervous here. That's <laughs> because <laughs> the horses were a little yeah. unruly. But anyway, I know this is old news because it's from Saturday. But again, there's something in the uh, post this morning. Someone posted a TikTok video that's now blown up here. So during the uh, the ceremony, the actual crowning, mm-hmm. when Camilla walks in, the choir from Westminster Abbey sings a song. And it's, I'm going to try and get this right, Vivia Regina Camilla, which is, uh, I don't know, Latin Lo- or something, long for live. long live Queen Camilla. But mm-hmm. they thought because of the way it was sung, it didn't sound like Regina. It sounded like something else. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and play this for you. Tell me what you think here. <laughs> it certainly sounds like they're singing about Camilla's lady bits. <laughs> oh, that's well, funny. That's Diana looking down and laughing. That's what's happening right there. Oh, man, burn. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of just the way they say Regina in England is Regina. I Regina. Yeah. But if you don't know, because we're dumb Americans. Right, I know, yeah. Well, that's now that you have I that heard. visual in your head. Clearly. <laughs> now that you have that visual while you're having breakfast. <laughs> Oh, Charles, come and attend to my Regina. Ugh, no. Jeez. Oh, now no. you have to go one step further. I'm sorry no. about that. I help. Enjoy your Wheaties. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Are <laughs> right, you ready to give away some uh, tickets here? Time for the mystery oldie. Barry Manilow will be coming to Radio City Music Hall May 31st. He's great in concert, by the way. I oh, awesome in concert. I haven't seen him in a long time, but even if you're somebody who goes, oh my God, he's goofy. Yeah, he is goofy, but I'll tell you what, he's got the, the showgirls with the feathers, he's got the orchestra, he's got the, it's like dancing with the stars up there, and he comes out and he wore like a pink suit. He's a lot of fun yeah. to see. He's got more hits than you can even remember, and he'll be at Radio City May 31st. We're also going to give you a $50 spending cash. Great night out for you and mom, if you are a mom. Take yourself out. Make it yes. a girls' night out. Mm-hmm. Uh, time for the mystery oldie. Usually, it's uh, caller number 10, but on uh, Wednesdays, we do the mystery oldie, so it's the first correct caller to identify this mystery golden moldy oldie. Oh, boy. That's a tough one, isn't oh. it? Want to hear oh, it again? Mystery tough. oldie. All right. Caller, first caller, get through. Correctly identify the mystery oldie will win those Manilow tickets, 732-774-4444. I'll play it for you one more time. That's all you're going to get. Identify the song, first caller through, and you will win. 
That's that's tough. We'll get those phone callers after this look at the roads with Joseph. 25 top 40 hits, by the way, from Barry Manilow. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Really. That is really unbelievable mm-hmm. when you think about it. It's a lot of hits. Yeah, it is. Read them anyway, and weep, you might say. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. <laughs> he was great. What do you... Why do you say that? He's awesome. Because Read Him a Weep was one of his songs. It was one of his hits. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And we find ourselves right smack dab in the middle of the golden mystery moldy oldie. This is something we (laughs) stole from the old morning zoo. Ross had this idea. He said, bring that back. People love that. Trying to guess the song. Here it is once again, the mystery oldie. You just get that little bit of it. We're playing for Barry Manilow concert tickets. Good morning. It's a boss. Good morning. Any idea? Do you want to dance Bette Midler? Let's take a listen here. Yeah, it is Bette Midler oh, that you want to dance. Man, wow. look at you go. That is impressive. I thought I would do I that one. I'm uh, big fan of Lowe since I was a kid. Well, then you know why I picked uh, Do You Want to Dance, because Barry is playing piano on that song for Bette yes, Midler. He from her, uh, he, her... Actually, he actually directed that whole album. That's right. He was the musical director for Bette before he wow. became a star, and so I thought I'd, uh, I'd try and fool you, but no fooling you. No fooling me. What's your name? <laughs> Madeline. Madeline, where are you calling us from this morning? I'm actually working right now in Linden. Oh, okay, good. What do you do? Can we ask, or is it a secret? Uh, customer service rep for a warehousing company. All right. You're not like a telemarketer or anything like that, right? No, oh, no, no, okay. no. <laughs> customer service rep. I got a little nervous there for a second. No. Madeline, did you say you're a fanalo? Yeah, that's what they... I am a fanalo. I love that. <laughs> you didn't know about this. That's what they call I, I, them. Too. I know. Big I, Barry I, fans call themselves fanalos. Fanalo. Fan of Manilow. Uh-huh. I did not know that. I, I did not know that, but, oh, yeah. but Robbie is a fan of love, so... Oh, big, yeah. I haven't seen him in a while, but I tried I to do either. a... Um, this is true, Madeline. You might appreciate this. I tried to do a radio show where we played nothing but Barry's music, and his lawyer uh, tried to sue me, so... <laughs> so since then, I haven't gone to see Barry again because I'm worried that they'll have me arrested, but that's, that's kind of a true story. <laughs> I'm exaggerating a little bit, but yeah, I'm a big fan. So you're going to go see him at Radio City Music Hall. They get two pa- Are you a mom, Madeline? You're going to bring your mom? What are you doing? I'm actually bringing my sister. She's another fan of Oh, she beautiful. Okay, good. You're both going to be there May 31st at Radio City. We'll give you 50 bucks spending cash so you can cover the train, get a couple of drinks, a coffee, whatever you want, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, I need you hanging in line just for a second. We'll come back and get all your info. Don't hang up, okay? Thank you. And thank you for listening at work in Linda today. We certainly appreciate that. Man, I thought I had a good one. I was, I thought that was tough. And do you want to dance? He's like a real oldie, and that's just Bet's uh, version of it. And so I thought people definitely be stumped. It, but it sounded a little bit like Muskrat Love <laughs> in the beginning, and I got a little me, me, nervous me. that that's what me, you me, were. Me. I was like, really? Me, 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 me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do Muskrat Love. I would hope not. I wish he would stop bringing that up, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Nobody cares. Madeline for Mom, all week long. Show info, by the way, 1071theboss.com. Nice job, Madeline, at work. That was good. Time for hashtag mom. Confessions. We're kind of special this week, this Mother's Day week. We check the socials. We look for that hashtag, and we hear from moms like this. At Grace Gratitude 7 said, My kid just let me know that the rock storage area in my car cannot be used for sticks. Mm. Sticks need their own space. <laughs> You know what? Don't bring sticks in the house at all, okay? Do you know that we have a little cabinet in our front entryway, and no. there are three sticks in there because no. Grayson insists on keeping the sticks I mean, what is in he? There. What is he, a dog? What is he yeah, doing fetching his, sticks? They're his special sticks. It's can a we, thing, rocks we, and sticks. Do we wash the sticks at least? You'll wash a stick? I don't know. Is I the stick dirty? Yeah, because it was outside <laughs> in the ground. You don't, know what, you don't know where that stick's been through. Well, they can't you don't know where that rocks. stick has been? <laughs> At Allie Terry said, I hope one day my child can forgive me for putting syrup on her waffle when she wanted to pour it herself. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's 
Tough. Tough and, moment. And Lauren Stein said, it was my daughter's turn to pick the movie last night, and I was not prepared for her to choose a Yeti documentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's Bigfoot. <laughs> or is it just Kermit the DJ? You never can be sure. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Someone in, you might hear yours every morning, 720 and 920. Reminder, a couple more days here, getting a picture to us of a Jersey Transit bus. It's got the Boss logo or the Robbie and Rochelle Morning logo up there. There are a couple of them got the big ones on the side and the front and the back. Yeah. So if you see one, take a picture, shoot it to us, 774-4444-732-774-4444, email it. And we could randomly pick you to win a little prize just for doing it, showing your boss pride. Yeah. Coffee mugs, thermoses, mm-hmm. those uh, recyclable boss bags. So send one in. And uh, you may be the big winner. You know, I spotted uh, Robert De Niro. Did you see that story about De Niro yesterday? <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a dad again? Is yeah, that what I he's 79 years old. He's having his seventh kid. Yeah. You thought Alec Baldwin was crazy. Well, obviously Alec Baldwin is crazy, but yeah. he's got like six kids and he's about 65, mm-hmm. right? Um, he's Yeah, he's got them, but they're all other they're than- They're all babies. They're, most of them are babies. Yeah, he's got two older ones from someone else, but it, most of his are all babies with the same person. De Niro, Bob, if you get to know him, is going to yeah. spread from 54, I think it is, <laughs> yeah. all the way back to se- this baby's newborn. number seven, newborn, yeah. yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. But anyway, I spotted him once out a couple of years ago in uh, Tribeca because he's big in that area there. He's paid for a lot of the development. He's the one that does the Tribeca Film Festival. Yes. I remember we were having uh, lattes and we saw him over there. Now, this is going back about 10, 15 years ago. You tell me he's not married. He's not with that woman. He's got a new baby mama. And this is baby number seven. So. Man, <laughs> his poor lawyer must just be trying to figure all this out for him. It's funny. I was looking at the post and there's there's people who are one way or the other. Some are saying congratulations and some are saying he's so selfish. That kid's going to grow up without a dad. And I'm thinking, well, that's ridiculous. He's a millionaire. His kid will be just fine. <laughs> I know it would be sad to not have your dad there for your graduation because he'll be 100 when that happens. But the kid will be well, rich. He's still be fine. giving life to a person. I mean, exactly. what, what's I the problem? It's, it's not like he's done anything to the kid. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So congrats. I don't care. Congrats. I think he's congrats. crazy. Yeah. He's crazy to have a little munchkin. But again, what is he doing? What does he care? He's not doing anything. Yeah, he'll he'll probably get have fun. He can have his granddaughter babysit his baby. All right. So if you spot <laughs> <laughs> you spot Robert De Niro or a Jersey Transit bus with the boss logo, send it into us. <laughs> Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. We start at number five today. There's a baker in Texas. Kind of like me. I'm a baker now. <laughs> don't go that far, okay? You've baked once. And it wasn't great. Making my scones. <laughs> Baker gets an order for a four-year-old's birthday party, Brianna Romero. She asked mom and dad for an emo cake. Well, mm. it turned out what she really wanted was an Elmo cake. Oh. Because then the mother gets her and she's a cake. And it's like, wait a minute, I asked for an Elmo cake. She's like, no, it says right here, emo cake. Oh, no. Everybody was confused what the kid meant, what it was supposed to be. It was supposed Those to be an Elmo cake. Is in the Sesame Street. <laughs> Elmo! Not like a black gothic right. emo cake. Not an emo cake. Uh-huh. From the makers of Tickle Me Elmo, it's Tickle Me Emo! <laughs> the tortured, angst-ridden teen cousin of Elmo. And boy, is he sad. That's a clip from uh, the old Mad TV that's now gone viral uh. after the story. <laughs> Someone posted that and it's everybody's sharing it. It's Emo Elmo! <laughs> There's probably a market for it. They got everything now. Uh, probably. I don't know. I don't want to see an Emo Elmo. Stall's my support animal. I'm <laughs> 13 years old and very depressed. Okay. All right. Have a lollipop. Number four, there's a woman stranded in the Australian bush, you know, the wilderness, Mm -hmm. survived in a bottle of wine for five whole days before she was rescued. Name is Lillian Ip. 
She was hiking, took a wrong turn, ended up getting stuck in mud, oh. became stranded for five days till she was discovered, had no cell phone signal. I think I'll have some breakfast wine. Yeah. Imagine. Five days in only one bottle of wine? Sure. No water, no food. That's just a Tuesday for Rochelle. <laughs> He's I, fine. I was thinking she needed more wine. <laughs> we don't need food or anything. would be fine, but five days and only one bottle? Rochelle's like, I don't know that I could survive at a bottle of wine. They're like, oh, this woman did. She's like, no, no, I, I could survive <laughs> as far as the nutrients from the wine. I would just need more than one that's, bottle of wine. That's right. That's right. Number three, Pennsylvania pest control worker charged after being caught on a surveillance video peeing on his client's living room furniture. <laughs> You know when they do the deal where they're going to fumigate the house, they uh-huh. ask everybody to leave? Well, he's in there and he decides he got to take a leak. He did it right on the furniture. <laughs> oh, His name is Roger Young. My cat was sitting at the corner while he was urinating, and we're pretty sure that it splashed onto the cat. Okay. I, I hate to say this. I hate to say this, but that sounds like a guy who deserves to have someone come and pee on his couch. <laughs> I understand it's illegal and it shouldn't have happened, but he sounds like a guy who deserves someone peeing on his couch. Yeah, there's more to that story. There's absolutely more to that story. He sounds like the kind of guy uh-huh. who deserves someone. I don't know if anybody deserves that or the cat. Can we the hear cat? this guy again? I got to hear this. My cat was sitting at the corner while he was urinating. Yeah, I got to tell you, he sounds like a guy <laughs> who's getting the up he deserves. Bonus, bonus story for you. We got the, our own housewife problems here in New Jersey with Teresa Judice and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Former uh, Real Housewife of Atlanta, Kim Zolciak. You see her in the tabloids all the time, filing for divorce. You see this story yesterday? Her husband of 11 years, Croy. Mm. Croy and Kim, Croy. the K's. She said the marriage is broken with no hope of reconciliation. And I have a special uh, surprise here for you. Happy to find this online. This is when you Google Kim, one of the first things that comes up is the unauto-tuned version of the album she tried to make. She decided oh, she was going to no. be a singer. Oh, and her husband's no. one of these rich guys who could just buy her a recording studio. Of course, studio. of course. Well, this is how that went. I thought you'd appreciate this. So if ever you feel depressed that they get all the money, and whatever, yeah. it, it don't buy talent, okay? She may have money, wow. but she ain't got no talent. Maybe the husband is finally just like, you stink. You're terrible. This marriage is irrevocably broken. I need a man who tells me I'm great. He's not supportive. Number two, A-listers, quote, A-listers, very mysterious, have reportedly sent letters to Britney Spears representatives because they're worried she's writing an autobiography. This does seem like a bad idea to have Britney mm, write a book. Yeah. But she says she's going to be brutally honest in the book. And a lot of A-listers are nervous because of their interactions with Britney. So the first thing oh. I think of is it's got to be people that she's dated that are worried yeah. you know, that she knows intimately so that she might. we're talking Justin Timberlake? I think we're pretty much just talking Justin Timberlake, yeah. yeah. Or his wife, Jessica Beals, like, you better stop this because I know all your stories. Yeah. Interesting. Now I want the book to come out. <laughs> I didn't really care before. I, I probably I like Britney, but I probably wouldn't have read anything that yeah. she wrote. Now I want I get to. the feeling it makes Justin look bad, not Britney. Well, that's what I'm saying. I want to know what she has to say about him because if she signed a non-disclosure or he did, uh. and now she's talking about it, I'd like to know what is going on. I was going to say I'm not interested, but you're looking at a guy who watched the uh, movie about Richard Burton and Liz Taylor that Lindsay Lohan did, so I really have nothing <laughs> to say. But you like Lindsay Lohan. That's why you did I used it. to like Lindsay Lohan. That's why you watched it. I used to like Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> it had Lohan. nothing to do with the story. No, I mean, I was interested in the story. <laughs> They were fan- they were horrible to each other. Uh-huh. Like, you ever seen uh, the movie version of uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? No, I mean, they're I both clearly drunk, making the movie, just throwing shit at each other. It's pretty, hmm. pretty fun to watch. A great 
big fat Number one, there's a doctor from the TLC show, My Feet Are Killing Me, that saw a photo that Chris Pratt, who, by the way, stars in the number one movie in the country right now, Guardians Mm. of the Galaxy Part 3, posted a picture of his feet. The doctor from the show said he recognized that the toenail that Chris said is a fungus. He said he would recommend that Chris see a podiatrist immediately. Not life-threatening, but he could get a toe infection from the fungus. That's disgusting. This guy is a multimillionaire. He's got the number one movie. He's posted pictures of his gross feet. That's so gross. And it takes a doctor from a reality show to be like, yeah, you probably want to get that looked at there, big fella. Probably want to get that looked at. You're going to get a toe infection. That's really, really gross. You know, in the movie, it's I Am Groot. This is I Am Gross. Uh Okay. Yeah. Put a little hydrogen peroxide on it. You'll be fine. I Am Groot. I am Groot. Wednesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. The very funny Keenan Thompson from Saturday Night Live. He is the longest-serving cast member in the whole history of the show. Oh, really? He is 45. Helio Castronovis from the Indy 500 and Dancing with the Stars. And, well, you know, he's a race car driver. Right. He's not from the Indy 500. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's 48 today. Former supermodel Linda Evangelista, mm. 48. Bono from U2, 63 today. Dave Mason, I think I read that he's coming in concert pretty soon. Oh, that's 77. He's going to have that big hit, We Just Disagree. Gone but not forgotten, Fred Astaire, Sid Vicious from the Sex Pistols, NFL great Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall will do those commercials for the uh, the powder you put in your shoes, you know, the... Oh, the Dr. Soul. What do you call that? Yeah. Whatever. Now that's yeah. supposed to be bad for you. It's the talked powder. Talcum powder is mm-hmm. supposed to be talcum bad for powder. you, right? Pat Summerall here with John Madden and all that build-up and all of this hoopla. Pat Summerall here for the talcum powder. <laughs> and Gary Owens from Laugh-In, born this day back in 1934. Mm-hmm. Today is National Clean Your Room Day and National Golf Day. See, I was right on top of it. We did that golfer rehab center yesterday. Look at you. About the Magic Center in Wyoming. Look at you. It's like hey. you planned ahead. Hey. <laughs> now, you and I have never gone golfing together, but we have done many golf, and I whooped you. You remember that? You did. <laughs> and I'm someone good. who actually enjoys golf, and you just destroyed me. Do you still have clubs somewhere? Because you used to play, yeah, I, I used say to professionally, play. but no, regularly. I, I had my own clubs that were custom clubs. They're probably somewhere in this world. I'm just not sure where. Oh, those has been lost in the... Uh, yes. <laughs> from the dark period? Yes. I see. I took my grandfather's clubs when he passed away. Mm-hmm. He was a big golfer. And I brought him out golfing the first time I went. Everybody laughed at me. And I was really offended by it. But in retrospect, they were probably right. Because the clubs were from, you know, the, 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 wooden the, the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it was like, you know that club Mickey Mouse uses in the cartoon? Yeah. That's what I look like on the golf oh, course. Oh, not good. Well, it was an honor to Grandpa, but they're they're hard to use. The newer clubs are yeah. much, much easier to golf. Oh, I'm much sure. easier. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Joe? Those old yeah. wooden clubs, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're worth know. something, too, some of those wooden clubs. Well, I mean, I, I really shouldn't even have taken them out because they no. keep them for sentimental value. But I look like Bing Crosby, all those old pictures out there of the, the stars playing golf. It's, it's, it's everyone's like, Whoa, where'd you yeah. get those? And then worse, uh, I didn't think to bring my own balls, so I had to buy some at the pro shop. And the only, <laughs> the only ones they had were the pink lady balls. So I, I bought pink <laughs> balls with wooden Oh, uh, that clubs. must have been a sight. Yeah. Huh? That was a good day. 16 shots on a hole. I was making lots of friends on the course that day. Was, then let me ask you this. Was this a public course or a private country club? Uh, I think it was a country club that allowed the public in. Uh, you know? Oh, okay. One of those. All yeah. right. Because I imagine uh, the good me- the good people who are the members of that club, if you <laughs> the pink ball, sixteen shots a hole, I bet they love that play through, play through. Like Rodney Dangerfield and uh, Caddyshack. Like who is this guy? Hey, Still one of the, one of the funniest movies ever made. It certainly is. 
Absolutely hilarious. I'm just picturing you on this golf course with pink balls. And I, I mean, it had to be going all over the course if you're taking oh, 16 terrible. shots. Terrible. Just running after this little pink ball. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> with My- the Judge Schmall's hat on. <laughs> My father and I went to the driving range when he first retired. This is like 20 years ago. He had this idea that he was going to take golfing up. He's never been athletic in his life, just like I'm not really. And he said, would you go to the driving range with me? Let's uh, let's hit some balls around and see if we like it. I said, all right, we can do that. And we- <laughs> He got so upset because he kept swinging and missing the ball altogether that he, yeah. he broke the club. He slammed it on the ground and broke it. And he said, let's go. I'm like, are we going to pay for this? What are we doing here? Oh, it was a mess. Oh, it was bad. I think he uh, tore up his finger because, you know, you're supposed to wear a glove if you're not used to how to hold the club. It was a mess. So I have a pretty uh, freckled history with golf. <laughs> Speckled history with golf. Hmm. I do love that Pat Summerall, though. That was nice to hear. Yeah, Summerall, uh, he was the best. There was nobody better than two of them when he was with John Madden. Th- that was great. That's the clip I dug up there. But you remember, he did those commercials. It was for uh, the talcum powder, you know? I don't uh, know if it was I, Old Spice or something. But uh, you put it in your... Pat Summerall here for talcum powder. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember seeing those commercials all the time at 2 in the morning. <laughs> See, Nick said it fast. One said one to boss. But Joe says it with gusto. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't be coaching me on here. <laughs> 47 now, Boss HQ. Don't be coaching me at all. <laughs> 748 right now. It's He Said, She Said with Robbie and Rochelle. I'm not a coach. I hire people. I let them do what they do. So don't you worry. I'm just giving you a compliment. I'm just kidding. Just Just giving you some love, buddy. Just some love. Sounding good today. (laughs) (laughs) We saw a, uh, a photo. Matter of fact, this has to do with the uh, the crazy broadcasting business that we're all in here a little bit. There's a good buddy of mine. Matter of fact, the golf story I just told about the the pink balls and all of that, I was golfing with my buddy Danny, who worked. He's a big radio guy up in uh, Connecticut, so we're all uh, golfing that day together up there. Anyhow, a uh, mutual friend of ours, he knows a guy better than I do, passed away this past week, a radio guy, and a whole bunch of the radio goobers all got together and went to the service, which is a very nice thing. I didn't mm-hmm. know the guy well enough to attend the service, but anyhow, they were all up there, and my friend posted a picture of the group of them who used to work together years ago, and they're at this uh, celebration of life, and you can see in the background, you, you, you just know, because the decor, you just know. They're at the funeral parlor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I said, and they're taking a picture of this big group shot of all these, you know, old comrades, all these old radio guys. <laughs> they're all smiling, like, "Hey, it's a reunion of all of us people who used to work together," which would be fine. But you can tell it was taken in the right. the entryway. And there's like a casket, like there. I didn't notice there was a casket in the no, background. No, I'm just saying you know it's there. You know like it's, it's there because you can tell in the walkway where this place is, especially yeah. when they they didn't do the check in where you can see where it is, but you can tell where it is, and I know what the occasion is, so I know where they are. And I said to Rochelle. I mean, it's nice that these guys, can't you walk outside, take a picture by somebody's car? Mm -hmm. She said, well, it's, you know, they're getting together. Why not take a picture? I think it is inappropriate to take a photo, especially a happy photo, but really a photo at all at that sort of an event. And got us thinking, are there places where it's inappropriate to take a photo where it's just not okay? You don't take a picture Mm -hmm. right now. It's not the place to do it. Joe, what do you think of this? Am I out of line here? No, I, I, uh, it depends. You know, I mean, I, I know when uh, uh, a buddy of ours passed, a friend of mine passed away uh, from high school, and a whole bunch of the, my friends from high school, we were all together. And, uh, you know, we were all going to go over to this place around the corner and hang out there for a little while, but not everybody could go. So we took a picture, uh, but we went outside. I mean, we yeah. took a picture of everybody outside the place. But in the background, you could see the funeral home. You know, right, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean that's like, a little, I don't know. You know. I guess. Yeah, but I mean, the only people who knew that, that's, I guess, everybody who knows that funeral, but still, uh, 
don't know. I, I just, it's one of those things. I guess it really depends on on your individual, you know, how you feel about things. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I'll I give know. you another example. When we were at uh, the fundraiser that you did a couple of months back up at Ferraro's in Westfield, I insisted right. that we took a little group picture before we leave. Right. And Rochelle said, as we're leaving, she's like, did we really need to take a picture? I'm like, well, I wanted to put it on Facebook and put the link so people knew what we were up to for Joe's foundation. She right. says, I right, guess, right. but he was busy. There's lots of people that we need. No one else is taking pictures. Why do you got to say, because then everybody looks at you when you take a big picture in a restaurant. That's another example. You know, people do this with their yeah, waiter. They the make them take a picture of, the of them, right? <laughs> so maybe it's inappropriate. Oh, I hate that. I just, I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. When someone at the table says, here, take a picture of us. Why? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, uh, it's kind of a skill that a waiter, a waitress has to have these days is how to take a picture because people do it yeah. all the time. All yeah. the time. I'm always really conscious of taking pictures of the kids. And I do think it's inappropriate when other people post photos and the, they don't blur out other people's other kids. people's yeah. kids in the photo. So sure. I'm always really conscious when I post theirs. If there's kids that I don't know their parents or it's, you know, I go to their classroom and it's got all their classmates in there. If I post a photo, I always blur out the other kids' faces because I think that's inappropriate to post someone else's kid on your public Facebook. Even if you don't have any, you know, obviously male intent with it, you yeah. don't, you just don't do that. Like you don't post someone else's child on your social media, even if they're in the background. I'll give you one. I think that's I'll give you one. Speaking of kids, what about uh, during uh, labor? What about during childbirth? You know, the, and the, oh, people take pictures of that. People take video of that. Yeah. Video of that. I don't think you do. You, why? Why are you doing that? I guess if you want to take it for your own reason, if you if you want to have it for your baby book to say, you know, this was mom and labor or whatever. You know, look at how <laughs> look at how miserable she looks just to rub it in their face. Yeah. But I don't know that you need to post that. I don't know that anybody needs to see that That's or wants. Be like to showing see people that. video of a colonoscopy. Nobody needs to see that. <laughs> oh my god. All right, you get the idea. Is there an inappropriate place to take a photo? It's just you don't do this. Don't take a picture right now. 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, Facebook us. That's the he said. She said. And, yes, Joe Nolan said, too. Why don't you do the call letters one more time, Joe? Do the call letters one more time. 107 won the balls. Look at that. He got a little bit like Dr. Bill Evans when you did it that time. (laughs) Ain't no joke. Ain't no baloney. This is the one and only free money radio station in New Jersey and beyond. 107 won the boss. Robbie and Rochelle, the morning. 843. Hi. Good morning. Am I number 10? Are you in the car? I'm in the car. Where are you driving? Any place good? Uh, back to my home. I just got done working. Oh, okay. You didn't pull the all-nighter, did you? No, no. I drive a school bus. So oh, okay. Mm. Oh, fantastic. What's your What's your name? Kevin. Kevin. You're calling number 10. You get yourself some Boss Radio Bucks this morning, my friend. Nice going. Oh, thank you. We got $107 cash from the Boss Free Money Machine plus a Boss-branded boombox. It's an FM radio with Bluetooth. You take that sucker with you everywhere you go. People see what your favorite radio station is, and you're qualified for the bonus $1,000. So pretty good package here, Kev. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, well, we appreciate you listening. Please tell everybody who is the Free Money Radio Station. 1071, the boss. There it is. Kevin hanging the line. He's calling for brick, by the way. Mm-hmm. Two more chances to win free money today. Keep it locked at 1071, the boss, and make sure to go to our website and sign up. We'll send you the exact hours we play, get you a little closer to the cash and the free boombox for summer 2023, right? Let's say congrats again to uh, Madeline this morning. She's working in Linden. She won those Mandalow for Mom tickets to go see Barry at Radio City Music Hall and 50 bucks on us. By the way, I hate how people are saying, wait a minute, you can't give Barry Mandalow tickets away in a station like yours. 
You're a rock and roll station. Why are you giving away Barry Manilow you can tickets? Give away anything you want. That's really. right. Why not? Let me tell you something. If I can get my hands on some of those Taylor Swift tickets, I'd give those away yeah. and bring your kids. Absolutely. You know? I do kids bop. You know, blues clues. Sure. I, I do them. What do I care? Whatever. That's ridiculous. Free tickets a free ticket, isn't it? Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Haven't done any Boss Radio Bucks this morning. Mm. Jersey's free money radio station with more free cash for you very, very soon. Definitely for 9.59 a.m. and then two more times later on today if you keep it on all day at work. Just underway this morning, she said... She said... I had mentioned I saw a picture, a buddy of mine, with a group of his friends. They were at a celebration of life. I, it might have been awake. I'm going to go ahead just for the uh, sense of not making this too dark and say it was a celebration of life. They took a picture in the place. And I said, that's weird. Yeah. Is there an inappropriate place to snap a photo? Text from 6412 said, I don't think you should ever take a photo in front of your house with your address in view. People will be able to look it up and find you. Sure. They can find you anyway, though. But that is interesting because a lot of people will do, oh, we just bought a new house or we got a new home. Especially if you bought a new home, it's still probably listed on a real estate, whatever. Mm -hmm. And if there's somebody who wants to find you, you make it much easier if you list your address there. You know, Rochelle and I have thought about doing a couple of times just stopping in the driveway of a nice big mansion and taking a picture of being here. And not saying this is our new house, but just taking like a picture with our arms out, <laughs> implying it's a new house. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guarantee it because no one reads anything. They just, no. people just blindly comment. Oh, that's so nice. Look at that big house you have. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's just hope no one on Facebook knows where we really are. <laughs> Stephanie said, as a wedding photographer, I say during a wedding ceremony, they hired a photographer, let them take the photos. Sure. That's true. I mean, I think it's fine for people to take their own little selfies at a table, but when it comes oh, to yeah. like a... At the ceremony at the church. Yeah. I, there are ceremonies now where people will ask you to turn off your phone, not just because of the ringer, but because they don't want someone leaning over into the aisle and getting in the way of the photographer while they're trying to take the photo. They spent a lot of money on that day. There's always that one uncle or that one friend who's like a paparazzi jumping in front of the wedding photographer. Oh, yeah, and he's got the iPad, not just the phone, but the pad, and it's like very large. <laughs> we had that guy at our wedding. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's for sure. Dan said, my daughter took pictures of her hotel room while she was on her honeymoon. Oh I God. really just did not need to see that. I don't want to know about that. <laughs> I, I'll give you one. How about the picture everybody takes when they go on vacation of their ankle to their feet in the sand with the ocean? You seen that you picture? Like the lounge chair photo? Yeah. Well, there's two things I don't hate. First of all, I get it. You're on vacation and I'm working, so that ticks me off. <laughs> Secondly, no one needs to see your feet. You're like Chris Pratt. No one needs to see your toes yeah. on social media. That, but everybody takes it. It's inappropriate. No one wants to see Some that. people like toes. Yeah. I mean, it's like if you, especially if you're like an executive or you own a company, you're posting a picture of yourself with your bathing suit on. Come on. Yeah. What do you do? That is, on. you know what? That is a little weird to see. I have seen photos of, of other co-workers or my boss yeah. and they're like in their bathing suit and I get that that's their personal Facebook yeah, page yes, but so you, they can post whatever they want but you're right it is a little weird they come back to work you're like I saw you in a Speedo no one <laughs> if you're a 22 year old kid on spring break in college I get it but yeah all right, let's go to line three people post that on Facebook it's just not right yeah. wait a minute say the first part of that again you take a picture of people when on the deathbed with the tubes up their nose you know oh. yeah so. Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, I don't want to remember that moment. That's not how you want to remember somebody. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know why people feel the need to do that. Mm-hmm. I know. A friend of mine posts her mother like that all the time, over and over again. It's uh, like, oh, no. That's tough. I'll tell you what, even if someone's just going in and having a procedure and then getting out, I don't like that they take selfies of themselves laying in the hospital bed, like, here to have oh, my yeah. kidney stones removed. Like, I really don't want to <laughs> see that, okay? I really don't. <laughs> uh. 
But maybe it's just me. Maybe everybody wants to overshare these days. Yeah. 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, Facebook us. We'll grab a couple more. Where is it inappropriate, unnecessary to snap a photo and then share it? It's your he says. She said. This really has nothing to do with anything. But will you do me a favor real quickly before we do this? Do I have anything on my back over here? Just, uh, I don't think so. Okay. No. I just felt a little pinch in my uh, shoulder blade, and I feel like I just got attacked by a moth or something. So, do you I, have a do you have a tag still in your shirt? It's possible. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what that right. was, but it just made me jump like I got a bug bite or something. And I'm well, don't say that. I'm going to be freaked out now. I'm here in a padded room, so I was wondering. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just a little static electricity because the show's hot. We're popping it. Maybe that's it. Or or you just have a tag in your shirt. Or there's some bugs in this well, building. There's a bug in here. Welcome to spring. Where is it inappropriate? To take a photo, Rochelle's lost all interest in this conversation and is looking all over. Well, I've seen wasps in this building I mean, before, it happens, so yeah. I'm like, we've got something blowing over here. What? No, we're no okay. the, see, this thing is blowing above your head. I well, don't know. Well, that's the air conditioning. I don't know. I got freaked out. I saw something move. No, I think we're okay. I just felt the weird Why little, would you do that to Because I just felt a pinch, and I wanted to make sure I didn't have a bug on my shirt. I had to stand up. Because I just went down the hallway in between the music we were playing. I'm just making sure. I'm sure there are people driving along right now, and you start feeling like a little itch on your yes, ankle while that's you're what's driving. Happening. <laughs> Freaking out now. Are you okay? I'm fine. You want to go to a break first? No. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I think we're fine. I don't see anything in here. Okay. Okay. It's, it's probably just a little, you know, a little static electricity in okay. my. Okay. Let's go with that. I have a hoodie on with a dress shirt today, Let's so that might that. be what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a dress shirt, but button-down <laughs> shirt. Where is it inappropriate to take a photo? This conversation, if you see by the graphic we've got on our Facebook at 107.1 The Boss, just started because I had a friend took pictures at the wake. Or is it inappropriate to take a picture? Sarah said, during sex or any time while in bed. This is another thing, especially young people. I have, I've actually seen this, where they post a picture of themselves in bed, and you can tell this is just uh, post-coital. Mm-hmm. It's strange. I mean, I, I suppose if you want to have it for yourself, yeah, but you don't, say, I think you don't one, show people right, that picture. It's one thing if you take it for yourself, but posting it on Facebook where you have family and friends, a little, little odd. I'll yeah. tell you what, now, if you're still out there and you're just in a new relationship and it happens for the first time, right? Those lovely moments. If the person you're with is like, hey, let's take a selfie to remember this. That's weird, don't you think? That's inappropriate. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, again, if you take a photo with... Now, even if it's just for the two of you, that's weird. I don't know. I guess if it was the first first time, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Weird. Text from 0881 said, while being pulled over, tried it once. I don't recommend it. Why? Just a post? Just got stopped for speeding. I guess. Yeah. That's kind of strange, but. I see one on the Facebook page. said the bathroom selfie. That's a popular one. Yeah, see, that's hard because if you're in the bathroom and there's a good mirror and the lighting, but I can understand how if there's a stall behind you, how that could be a little weird. There's right. someone using the restroom and you're taking a photo. Oftentimes, it'll be a person who's like in a fancy dress or something and they want, or a suit and they want the whole full yeah, body shot so they yeah. get the mirror. But you can see that you're in a public bathroom. Uh-huh. What are you doing? I'm definitely guilty of taking public bathroom selfies. I'm not even sure it's okay in your own bathroom because it's the bathroom, you know? <laughs> Donna said, selfies at Auschwitz. Oh my gosh! You think people? They probably do. Well, it's you a, can tour it's it. It's a museum so my, and an historic site. My they guess probably is do. people probably do take photos there because it, it's an open. You can go and you can yeah. you can walk the grounds and. I can understand I, taking pictures to remember the experience, but I can't. I can't understand uh, taking a selfie. I don't know. I feel like that's something you just kind of have to take in and. 
disremember. I don't know. Because do you really want to look back at the photos? Like I, mentioned, I don't know. We went to, to Washington, and you see, you go to Ford's Theater where Lincoln was shot. And yeah. I, took, I took a picture the, the first time I saw it of the chair. I did. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's history. But I you don't, don't get in the photo like, hey. Right. That's you where it's, a, yeah, I don't know. That's where it's weird. That's that's tough. It reminds but, me, I think I told you this story. I didn't, I didn't take a picture, but I uh, went to a uh, event in Memphis at the uh, Civil Rights Museum, which is built among, uh, it's part of the, the, the museum there is where the... Why can't it's I think the of the balcony, word? Right? The motel mm-hmm. where King was shot. Mm-hmm. And so they've built the museum around where the motel once mm-hmm. was. And you can walk by and view because they've left the room that he stayed in as it was on that day. Yes. And I remember there was because this was a conference and part of the deal is they said, we're going to have dinner at this place. And it's uh, part of the experience of seeing Memphis. And there are people exchanging business cards and talking business. Right there. It's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Inappropriate. Not only is it history in a museum, right. but it's a somber thing. You it jerk off. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. Yep. Where is it inappropriate to take a photo? A lot of comments on this on the Text Connect 774 4444 732 774 4444 or on Facebook.